everybody, and welcome to the classroom. Hello. So, hi, Rachel. Would you like to speak? No, it's fine. Okay, cool. There you go. She's <laughs> they know I'm here. Okay. Now they do. Um, so, this week, of course, we are finishing up Catching Fire. Um, so, we're picking up from where they found out about the games up until the end of the book. Um, so, I guess we'll go ahead and start with our recap. Yeah, sure. Um, so, after they figure this out, there is, like, a very kind of sad and depressing scene where Katniss is, like, losing her mind uh, and goes to Haymitch and gets absolutely plastered. Um, she also cries a lot. And breaks into uh, another house. And breaks into – yeah. It, it's it's really sad and depressing. But eventually they all get together. PETA, I'm pretty sure, slaps both of them to s- sobriety. Basically. <laughs> and then Waltz is in and is like, okay, we all need to train. There's also a conversation in the middle there of, like, since she's the only female tribute, she knows she's going. Right. So Hamish and Peter were kind of trying to figure out which one of them is going to go, and it was uh, e- equal points on both sides. Hamish should have gone, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. But we can talk about that later. We'll get there. But Peter is like, hey, we're training, like, careers. And then they just speed through that real quick. We pick up at the reaping. Of course, Katniss is going back. Mm-hmm. Um Hamish's name gets drawn, so Peter volunteers, and then before they can sp- say goodbye to their friends and family, they just get yoinked off to the Capitol. Um, roll into the Capitol, or before they get to the Capitol, they're on the train, and they're watching recap games. Mm-hmm. They finally get to Hamish's, watch it all the way through. Hot take, that should have been the prequel. Would you like to be involved in the recap, Rachel? No, I'm good. Okay. Oh um. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get to the Capitol and the opening. Er, uh, they're getting ready for the opening ceremony, and they are in these very like powerful, just ember getups. It's yeah. hot. It is hot. Literally. Quite literally. Um. <laughs> um. But then, <laughs> um, Senna was like, "Hey, no smiling, no waving, just look mean." And Katniss was like, "Heck yeah, okay." That's that is my wheelhouse right there. I got this. Go for it. Finnick rolls in with his sugar cube and he's like, "Got any secrets?" And she's like, "Nope, not a one." Mm-hmm. And then Peter's like, "Is he hitting on you?" Okay. Um, they do the ceremony. Um, Joanna gets naked in the elevator, and mm-hmm. then Katniss is like, "Is she hitting on you?" Um, and he goes, "Okay." <laughs> okay. Um, and then they go to training where like very few people show up, and if they do, uh, there's the guy vomiting. Um, some yeah. of them, like, actually, tra- basically, some of them actually train mm-hmm. uh, the Morphlings from District 6 who don't get names, are just, like, painting everywhere. Yeah. Um, we speed through training. Uh, Peter paints Rue for his um, game maker thing. Mm-hmm. Katniss hangs Seneca Crane, which is fun. We also meet, um, uh, what were their Mags, names? Mags, BT, and Wiries. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, those Which are, like, three of the weakest people in Katniss's. Katniss is like, I want those as my allies. And Hamish is like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> How to put up child for adoption when not your child, question mark. Um, get to the games. First off, Katniss watches Senna die. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, I missed a lot of things. One second. Um, you skip missed the, the most important <gasps> thing. Oh, their, their day-long like date on the roof. Not And then they uh, Katniss and Peter have their like day-long date Go on ahead. the roof. Take Go it away. It. Go. Take it away. Oh, Take it away. This makes me nervous. I only have opinions. Okay, fine. Well, no, I was just going to say, the then there's before the games when they have their pre-interview with, like, uh, Letterman of the... <laughs> the <laughs> Caesar Flickerman. Yeah, Caesar Flickerman. Caesar That's his, it's Stanley Tucci. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it actually is just Stanley Tucci. And they're all, they're, like, doing their interviews, and there's, like, different, you know... You know th- these people have won games before. They know how to play the crowd, so... Um, you have them, and um, who goes first, Katniss or Peta? Katniss. Katniss. They're just like, man, I'm so sad you all didn't get to like see me get married. It'd be a real shame if they like canceled the games and then you like actually got to see me get married. And Stanley Tucci's like, man, that's so sad. And then Peta comes out there and he's like, man, I'm just really sad because like she's pregnant, so now our child's gonna die in the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. And then the whole crowd is like. They're screaming. It's pandemonium. And then they all go up. And then the tributes are like, so y'all going to y'all gonna cancel the games or no? And the Capitol's like, no. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> we're, we're going to frame you for murder. murder. Actually, we're going to murder your families. And they hold hands, right? 
Yeah. Well, yeah, so Candace doesn't hold hands she with holds his the nub. But, yeah, so then all these tributes are holding hands, and... The next day they murder well, each other. Well, I was not in the, like, the room that the Capitol people were in. I just imagined the cameraman being like, oh, my gosh, cut, 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 fade to black, fade to black, mm-hmm. right now. Say oh. psych right now! Then Cinna gets murdered. Yeah, I was going to say Then Cinna gets murdered. Cinna gets caught. Uh, Katniss gets up, and she's like, whoa, okay, this is just water. Luckily, I know how to swim from the illegal pond not far from home. She swims. Her and Fennec team up. Fennec does some murdering. Mm-hmm. Katniss does some murdering. Quite um, a lot of murdering, yeah. yeah. Finnick then saves Peta because he is unable to swim. He can't mm-hmm. swim. Um, they go off into the wilderness um, that is surrounding the thing. Um, what's first? The fog. Or no, Peta hits the force field. Oh, is that? Yeah, that's is, first. I thought that was after the fog. No, that's first. Okay. Because Mags is there. with her bionic ear. But she really can't. She sees the gummy armor. But magic ear. Yeah, and then she's like, whoa. Can't let the Capitol know that I'm outsmarting them again. Ah, uh, they just really fixed my ear. And then Peter's like, I just got barbecued. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the fog happens. Peter gets CPR from Finn. <laughs> I like that scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> two boys kissing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guillotine <laughs> they warn you about. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, Mags gets got. <laughs> Mags gets got. Mags gets got. And then she's still laughing. Give her a second. <laughs> you were not. I'm so sorry. You were not. <laughs> Are you happy Mags died? No. <laughs> you're ecstatic that Mags is dead. You're laughing. Mags is dead and you're laughing. <laughs> it's not cool. Okay. Okay, so Mags dies. <laughs> you weren't laughing at Mags' death, you bitch. You call me on the day that Mags died. <laughs> I'm very sad about a number of things. All right, go on. Okay, so Mags dies, and uh, Fennec chooses to save Peta instead. Um, but then we learn that a bunch of people are going to start trying to save Peta and Katniss for random things. Uh, because then, after the fog, the monkey things show up, and then one of the morphlings dives in front of Peta and saves his life. Um, and then we get... The beach scene, when Joanna rolls up with BT and Wyries, is like, whoa, what's up? And she's like, Wyries won't shut up. She keeps screaming. And then Katniss is like, okay, uh, maybe maybe she just needs a bath. Then they realize it's a clock, which is fun. And then they get attacked at the, at the cornucopia, and they get spun. Um, and then... Oh, Jabber Jays. Oh, Yes. And then and Finnick is like, oh my gosh, they got Annie. They tried to kill Annie. And Katniss is like, who's Annie? They're trying to kill Prim. And we get a tragic backstory. Insert tragic <laughs> backstory for Finnick here. Fade um, to black. <laughs> the, the, the wavy screen. Um, and then so BT devises his plan. He's like, all right, I'm going to tie this wire to the, to the tree. Get struck by lightning every night. Um, and then we're going to barbecue the beach. Um, and then we're going to split up. Um, except that did not go at all. Uh, one of the career tributes cuts the wire, knocks Katniss out. Joanna then stabs her a little bit, but on purpose, mm-hmm. uh, but not murder intent. It's, yeah. Katniss then grabs the wire, shoots it at the sky. The sh- force field comes down. Um, District 13 uh, yoinks Katniss and Finnick out of the arena. I think there's, and BT. I think those are the only three that they get. Yeah, I believe Um Katniss gets mad because they didn't get PETA. Mm-hmm. Uh, she tries to stab Hamish, and then dis- and then Gail's like, "Hey, so first off, your boyfriend's gone. So like, you wanna you wanna anyhow? Uh, everybody is dead in District Twelve except for our families for the most part. We got bombed, so it, now we're in District Thirteen. It's real, and that's where the book ends." Mm-hmm. Gail's like, "Man, would it be crazy if we kissed on the District Thirteen hovercraft?" And then Katniss is like, "Peter's in the Capitol," and he's like, "You're still hung up on him, aren't you?" Yeah, he was. Uh Left for dead by you. I think that is war criminal thing to do. Why would anyone want to date me? <laughs> Gail is a hundred percent a pick me. I understand so that she wouldn't want to date me. me. Choose me. <laughs> Love me. Wait, Brett, do you watch Grey's Anatomy? No. Okay. <laughs> you say it quite a lot. That's not a da- that's not a rag on you. Hey. You can't say that on air. I, that's probably gonna get cut. That's true. And then I said. So it's definitely getting cut. Maybe it gets bleeped. Who knows? Well, if we get a chance to curse, 
fast. <laughs> Anyhow, so we'll go ahead and move to themes. Um, if I make a beeping noise, can you just like put that over? Yeah. Beep. Okay, that's more editing than or I'm willing to do. Or you do, could so. be like. That could be like the. There's so much air. The like. How about how about you know how Glee does it like bling, like they put that over like the swear words. That's true. Uh, how about instead to help her edit, we s- we go- jump to the themes. <laughs> um, okay, you just uh, told me to shut up. Okay, Rachel, <laughs> shut up. I'm just kidding. You know I uh, wouldn't say that. Just say you hate women, Brett, and move on. Wow. I hate me. I didn't there know we go. had a misogynist on air. Ow, ow. Ow, ow. <laughs> so the themes. Okay, anyhow. So we're going to move on to the themes. Um, And we've got a couple today, and... We have the sacrifices of rebellion, betrayal, and public appearance. Where do you want to start? Um, I'm actually I'm good with public appearance. I think okay. that one's a nice one. So, and I want to talk about public appearance less so of the like, oh, the image they put up for the Capitol, and more of like the masking that specifically Katniss and Fennec do. Um, there are multiple times in the text that Katniss is like, oh, okay. Prime example is the scene after Pete is like, oh, by the way, Katniss is pregnant. She's just immediately very conscious of what her face is doing and what she looks like. So she mm-hmm. hides her face because she doesn't know how to con- like control the shock that she's going through. Um, there's a lot of that. Um, there's a lot of Katniss being conscious of when she's being viewed. And we've seen this a lot last book as well. But there's also a lot of Finnick doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I just, uh, I don't know. Finnick's whole thing, and we'll get into this when we talk right. about him as a character, is that he is almost constantly kind of, putting up an appearance right. in more ways than one um i think also you could go and say that uh, appearances goes with like the morphlings but they kind of uh defy appearance and i know this is a weird one so stay with Ew, me okay okay keep going okay um which is that they are given so little like credit in the books they're just like oh those are some uh drug addicted people we don't need to worry about them um they do not even have names they are just the morphlings and still they do as best they can and save Katniss uh, partially, which I, I think kind of goes with like they maybe they were not putting up an appearance, but they it seems like they kind of have subjected the expectation of them. Maybe that's not exactly. No, I think you're on it. On it no, and I think it makes sense is you have you have the characters who comply to the appearance, Fennec, Katniss, Peta, even, you know, the District one and two um, tributes then you have tributes like the morphlings that do not care Hamish falls into that category too he doesn't care um and i'm even saying like joanna does not care what the public thinks of her she's very much of just like you perceive me how you want i guess i don't care what are you gonna do murder my family Mm, already did it didn't you and she's very outspoken about everything um when i think also even their physical appearances like the first time we meet these people we meet fennec and he is like mostly nude yeah mo- i forget exactly how they put it in the book but it's like some strategically placed knots essentially is what he's wearing he's wearing a net oh he's wearing like he's wearing okay yeah i don't think i i don't okay yeah so the first time we meet like physically like he is an attractive dude and when katniss sees him she's like oh that's his whole like personality like the appearance he gives off is that you know he's very vain even Joanna, when she's in the elevator and, like, strips for them, she, you know, gives this appearance that she genuinely, like, does not care. Right. Yeah. That'd be pretty fair. Well, and we know that Katniss is putting up the public appearance of being in love with Peta. And and we'll learn next book. You know, there's that line from Fennec in Mockingjay that he's like, I didn't believe that you had any positive feelings towards Peta until he died. And then she's like, honestly, me neither. <laughs> and it's like... It's it's interesting to just look at like where Katniss is conscious of her mask and where she isn't, because when Peta dies, she does not filter what she's doing. She is just afraid, like she is lashing out. She's scared, and that's about the only times we ever see Katniss drop her mask is in true fear. Um, and and Phoenix is similar. We see Phoenix mask drop pretty heavy during the Jabberjay scene when he hears Annie via Jabberjay, and he just freaks out. And it's just very, I don't know, I don't know how to phrase it, but it's just very human. I don't know. It's a genuine reaction. Right. And Katniss can pick up one when it's genuine. It it makes him 
more vulnerable without him losing any actual ground. Mm. I, th- I think is a good yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, I think it. that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, unless you guys have anything else to say on that, we can move on. No, I don't think so. Okay, so <laughs> we'll go ahead and go to let's probably go to betrayal because I think betrayal kind of loops into it a little mm-hmm. bit. Um. So that last scene, um, of Katniss on the hovercraft, specifically, right as soon as she wakes up, and she sees first off, all she's got is like a syringe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Hamish talking to Weathersby or Heavensby or whatever his name is, and Finnick, and she just immediately a fees, feels betrayed by Finnick because he, she thought he was on this ploy to get her and Peta dead. She feels betrayed by Hamish because when he when she learns that Peta isn't with them, it's just her. And also, there's a sense of betrayal from Heavensby because he didn't tell her what was happening. And I think that's like the overall betrayal Katniss is feeling at the most is she was not she was left out of the plan. Right. Well, that the whole last chapter it's just like reverse Uno in betrayal because it's like before um, they like blow up the beach, um, Katniss is like telling people like we should like go, you know. So she is fully ready to betray these people, you know. She's like we should like get over here, um, and then from there she thinks she's been betrayed when Joanna is piercing a knife through her arm she wasn't she was just getting her tracker out you all know this but Katniss didn't (laughs) Katniss didn't and so then she's like oh man I've been betrayed by them and then she finds out no she's just been betrayed by and then I think there's also a sense of betrayal by like from like district 13 because it's like oh y'all have been here the whole time not helping us just watched us starve Watch us sacrifice our children for like, 75 District years. District 13 has, like, hovercrafts. And she doesn't know this yet, but, like, lots and lots of, like, weapons and resources. Because they were developing nuclear. Like, they are prepared. Right. And, and so she feels betrayed in all, all ways. She's getting it from all sides. Yeah. It's really, it's sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I think the one that always gets me the most is her just her sense of betrayal at Hamish because she's the one that's alive. She's the one that's safe right now. Mm-hmm. And Pete is not. And multiple times she's been like, you have to save him. Like, he's the one. And Hamish is like, yeah, sure. Like, definitely. For oh, sure. I got you, girl. Course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then she, he's like, yeah. it's like, <laughs> oh, sorry. He actually it promises like a lot her. of effort to get to, get to Pete. I'm sorry. He you left were just his right there. fingers crossed behind his back as he was promising he her. Mm-hmm. He did. He said, he whispered psych after he, Katniss was like, promise me. <laughs> That you'll you'll save Peta and he's like okay, and then rolled on. What was that? What was that, Hamish? No, no, no. I thought I heard you say psych. Liquor. <laughs> oh sure. Um, I think it's also I think it might be worth uh, mentioning that this chapter sort of started with her reacting to the big betrayal of the capital being like, yes, you're perfectly safe. Once you're a victor, nothing happens. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. And then the biggest betrayal of. Sorry. Ooh. We did, in fact, say psych. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to compete in the games again. Well, even in, even in the, like on the district level, there's the, the betrayal that she feels. She doesn't get to s- say goodbye to her family and yeah. her friends. She is, she has signed her death certificate in her head more so than she did in the first book. She goes into these games knowing for a fact she is not coming home. And she's like, okay, well, I will say goodbye. I will say my final goodbye to Prim. I will say my final goodbye to Gail and my mom and... And they're like, no, 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 see you later. And it breaks her. And it's just, <sighs> yeah. She gets betrayed, and then she's sad. That tends to be, it's a little cyclical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stop me if this one is nothing, mm. uh, because I can't f- quite formulate it in my head. But there was a very big community that Katniss sort of built up in District 12. Like, we are... We talk about a lot of these smaller characters in the first half of this, like Greasy Say and the Butcher and all these people. Mm. They are sort of really humanized. And then it's like, sorry, every single one of them, except for the people aboard this ship, have been killed. Sorry about right. that. It's quite literally, mm-hmm. uh, it's quite literally a bomb. Jill's like, I tried my best. Sad face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saved your family, though. And I, I feel, I feel like that's a bit of a betrayal on Gail's part of like, his whole thing was like, Protect this, protect this place, and do what I was doing when I am gone. He's like, of course, of course. Oh, ooh, sorry, everyone's dead. Every everyone is. Dead. <laughs> well, I will argue. As much as I hate Gale, he he did as much as he could. Yeah. However, yeah, like, I will assign blame to Gale. I think he deserves she, it. Did you get Peter's family? 
Man. I just, I'm, that not a, guy. I'm not a fan of bread and like, you I, know, if I, I had District 13 choose. has a baker. Like, it'll be it's fine. Like, yeah. all, all the women and children. Yeah. Mm. Your mom and your sister. Yeah. Like, they're not. Okay. <laughs> well, and honestly, <laughs> Candace feels betrayed by PETA at, at, at the reaping. Yeah, for sure. Are you okay, Brett? I think your mom really took him out. Brett's dying. Um, anyhow, but Candace feels betrayed by Peter. Yeah. volunteers. Yeah. After they had decided like it was going to be the old guy with alcoholism. And then Peter's like, psych. Peter also, in fact, said psych. It's like, why would you? Why would you do that, Peter? Mm-hmm. Also, I know, um, like, Effie can't control it. But also, I think Katniss felt betrayed by her. Like, really? Two names and you picked the wrong one. Right. Mm. Also, I just, that image is just so very sad of just the one piece of paper alone in this big ball that is meant to hold thousands. And she's like, mm, well, yoink. Uh, it's, it's sad. It, uh, the, the whole, mm. sele- like, everything about this series is sad. Oh, well, yeah. Obviously. But this one really just kind of. This Come yeah. on. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Something, something about this one was well, really hit yeah. me. Well, and before we talk about the sacrifices of rebellion, I kind of want to talk about this, and it's the exact opposite of betrayal, but I don't know the word for that. I am not a walking. Retrail. Retrail, if you will. Um, a but trail. It's this trail. <laughs> um, anyhow, but it's the fact that all of these. I, I, you know what? Actually, no, it is like a sense of betrayal from Hamish. That he has told these other victors exactly how to win Katniss's favor, to let that like let her know that they're on trying to win her loyalty. Right, over. like Finnick with the band, and then Joanna being like, "Well, you wanted them. I brought them to you." Talking about Beachy and Wiries, and it's like, I and mean, like I said, I think it's like a mix between betrayal and not betrayal. I don't know what the other word to use here is, because she feels first off she feels betrayed by Hamish when he gives Finnick the like seal of approval. And she does not trust Finnick until probably the Jabberjay scene. And even or until he saves PETA. But even that is limited. That um, is that is like a okay, I guess if I need to trust you for this moment, then I will put it. Right. Because I have no other choice. But it, and she has that like I don't know, like she knows something is up, but she can't put her finger on it. Mm-hmm. When Joanna shows up with, with BT and Wiries, when the Morphling jumps in front of PETA, when Mag sacrifices herself, like no second thought about it. And it's like, at first, you know, they're they're right off. Like, you know, like she could write off Mags' death. Mags was old. She was ready to go. She knew she wasn't making it alive. The Morphling, okay, that's a little odd. But, you know, they're probably ready to die. And they were in the area, like, looking for a way out. <laughs> in the area, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're in the area. But then, but then when Joanna rolls up with BT and Wiries, Katniss is like, okay, this is not, this is on purpose. Joanna would not do anything that inconveniences her unless there was a reason. And... Yeah, you know, and Katniss feels betrayed for not being looped in on what's happening. Mm-hmm. She feels blindsided, I think, is the word. Yeah, uh, I planned the word. a rebellion without me. <laughs> I, I feel like the, the main reason for that is because that was what was happening to PETA before. And she had she was on the other side of that. Like, oh, huh, I know I got everything up here. I know exactly what Hamish wants from me. I just I'm figuring yeah, out it's a little fun little puzzle. And now she's like uh-huh, what, where? Also, as smart as Katniss is, Katniss is too, like, almost too smart. Like, she would try to big brain a rebellion, and you oh, can't yeah. big brain a rebellion. Like, Hamish knew what he was doing. If he told Katniss anything about it, she would just not accidentally let something slide, but she would, like, overact. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like everything she has done to propel the rebellion forward has been on accident. Mm-hmm. She hasn't done it with the intention of, like, starting an uprising. And I feel like she could not do rebellion if she tried. I think it just kind well, of has to fall on her lap. I, and we see that in the next book. I think that the, it's it's that I'm not sure if it's it's on accident where it is that her personality is so completely she's actually counter just to Capital's <laughs> like, ideals. She's actually a walking e- rebellion. Yeah, that her existing is just a rebellion in and of itself. Actually, her it li- is. Yeah, her living is in the rebellion no, in no, and no. of itself. No, herself is a rebellion of yeah. societal standards. Her mom was from the merchant like merchant class and her dad wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like her identity is this kind of like rebellion against like the yeah. constructs the district has set there's, up. There is nothing she could have done to stop the rebellion from coming because anything she would have done would have furthered it 
So Hamish was just like, okay, at that point, then I just need you to c- continue doing what you're doing, and and that oh, that way, I hope I can just you ride don't have this to act out. exactly. And, and yeah, you're right. It's the exact inverse of what happened to Peter last mm-hmm. book. Um, but okay, we'll go ahead and we'll talk about the sacrifices of rebellion, um, because we kind of already mentioned this and and the, the oh, you know District Twelve. The bombing the of sacrifice. Well, yes. Well, in the eyes of Coin, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, it sucks, but also eh, kind of sparks some things. I don't think I can listen to to, to their songs anymore after <laughs> after they did this to District Twelve. I hate you. <laughs> talk too much. That Coin? Yes, that is Coin. I love Coin. But yeah, yeah District Twelve got. Yoink. Sacrifice. Well, and and you have Mags as a sacrifice of rebellion, and the Morphling is the sacrifice of rebellion. Like these people, Senna. yeah, Senna, Senna knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He knew it was going to end in his death certificate being signed. Heavensby was trying, you know, playing fast and loose with the rules. He was prepared to die if it meant the rebellion could continue. I think also it's interesting the things that they weren't willing to sacrifice, at least during the games, like Peta. They didn't need Peta. He was not the like integral part of the rebellion. But they knew that if Peta went, Katniss wasn't going to cooperate. So I think the fact that they were willing to sacrifice other people for Peta, despite him not being the one they really wanted, I think it says a lot about like how important Katniss is and how mm-hmm. she is the one thing that they are not willing to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. She's a very important piece in that whole shebang. It's funny. Yeah. Peta is just, in fact, a pawn in multiple <laughs> like mm-hmm. chess games going on. And it's like, and even and even Hamish is making sacrifices towards the rebellion. He knows that, that Katniss is going to be very, very upset. He also I- is running the risk of killing off his district. Not on purpose, but he knows the capital is far more, like, is definitely capable of that. And it's just... I think, and this doesn't really go into sacrifice, uh, so we could change the order of this. But uh, so something that I think is worth noting is that I feel like this game kind of subverts a lot of tropes that usually fall in these genres coming to like when referenced to gender. Because I feel like in a lot of these, the woman is sort of just used as the pawn that gets thrown around. They this is the reason for this and that and this and that. And that is basically Peta's role. Like Peta is useful, but Peta is if, a pawn. You could no. replace him with probably any character. Name him like James, and just make his whole thing like throwing darts instead of <laughs> baking bread, and it would probably not change that much. In a lot of scenarios, you could probably like swap him for like Prim or Rue or like someone else that Katniss deeply cares about. Yeah, that, like would have the same effect. Well, and I think this goes into a category of like kudos to the author mm-hmm. because she is giving us such a strong female lead with a very complex like like understanding and, of everything too yeah well and it's like katniss is aware when she is being a pawn and that's what makes her mad in the game she knows something's up but she doesn't know what it is mm-hmm. so she's already on edge about it and first there's nothing she could have done no. but um but yeah that's she is she's very conscious of when she's being used and she's ready to challenge it in any regard She's the one who's mad that the capital wants to push her around. Um, and I mean it work I mean it works out in their favor at the end. Spoilers, but <laughs> but like she like Susan Collins is Susan Collins is giving us a very strong female lead that is well aware of what is happening around her and she is not going to be played. She doesn't fall into the tropes. She doesn't, you know, buy into a lot. And we see it next book too that she is ready to challenge everything, which isn't really common in a in a female lead. So kudos to the author there. She's also like an ever changing character. Like oh, uh, yeah. she has so much development in like more ways than one. And sometimes she like relapses and, and like subtly. comes back. Yeah. Like well and that's the thing too, and I I think we see it in the scene and this is gonna go back into what kind of what we talked about last episode, is we see it in the scene where she is talking to Gail about running away and Pete is included in the runaway list. We get very little development in their relationship. But she knows that she cares. Like, we have seen now at that part that she is, cares enough about Peta that she is willing to add another mouth to feed, another person to look out for onto her list because she knows if she doesn't, 
she's gonna feel guilty yeah but also i don't think she could do that to herself like mentally like mm-hmm. handle that so so yeah kudos to the author katniss is a very good and dynamic main character um and, and, and i think this is a good place to fall into our side characters because we get a lot we get a good band of dynamic side characters as well especially in fennec i i'm a little biased i love fennec's character um and yeah you're kind of set up to not like him at the beginning yeah he's a douche he you know he's i thought you were gonna say he's a dude (laughs) he is in fact a dude dude. but he like he sleeps around he's like he's very like suave he's very um he i have the vibe that fennec's name would be kyle and he would be in like i don't know like sig kai and he'd smash a bud light can to his forehead he also was classier than that well no but like the vibe of like daddy's money up like privilege yeah yeah that's fair because he's from a wealthy district he won young but he has the, he's from a wealthier district and he's the capital's favorite boy like he's got a lot of like and he's pretty and that does a lot he does chew with his mouth open though yeah which is gross just chomping on that sugar cube right in front of her like <laughs> hey how's it going <laughs> <laughs> but but can uh, finnick is such a a dynamic character and i mentioned this a little bit earlier we see him going his character arc just so quick yeah like he goes from this like douchebag like uppity guy you know like this absolute douchebag to just being the katniss when the moment katniss sees his mask drop she's like oh he's just sad not sad with like the negative connotation the sad of like oh that boy needs a hug Mm -hmm. and a therapist and we learn more about, you know, Fennec's tragic backstory in the next book. But I feel like you could say that phrase for nearly every victor. In it, oh, this. yeah. Except for Hamish. Hamish just rolls around through life like I feel like he's drunk he, and sad. He needs a therapist even like more so. Yeah, no, every problem. they all they all have like severe PTSD. Of course, they all need a therapist. Everybody needs a therapist. Do you think Hamish would like those whiskey pods that you can get? Oh, oh absolutely. Sure. I have this image that Hazel is actually, like, Hamish's, like, part-time therapist. Mm-hmm. Like, she'll be, like, cleaning, like, hey, buddy, you want to talk about it? And he'll be like, <sighs> I'm out of liquor, I guess. He, like, begrudgingly tells Hazel, his, or Hazel, her, his problems. Um, but back to Finnick. <laughs> um, <laughs> we see that Finnick is, he's as much involved in the rebellion as Hamish is. Finnick is on the inside of this. Like, he's in the game's inside of this. Like, he's ca- he's the capital's golden boy. Like, he knows some things. Oh, well, he deals in secrets. Right. Like, he knows. He's done known. He knows everything. Just do the eyes in the room. It's a crystal. <laughs> Nothing more. <laughs> there is a good juxtaposition of Finnick being the golden boy and being the one that leads the rebellion. Indirectly, of course, but he he is not playing Katniss, but he knows. He he is the one who has played the capital the most. Oh yeah, like a fiddle. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. a darn Finnick. There's a there was a pun there. I couldn't quite string. There it wasn't, but it's hey? not. String it together, fiddles. They got strings, I think. I was just gonna say finiddle, like combine the two words. <laughs> Do not say finiddle. <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta be on like the list of words you can't say on radio, right? Finiddle? Or um <laughs> I don't know, like <laughs> No, never mind, that combination doesn't work. What? <laughs> the kittle? No. I think we I think we have some of those in our freezer for kittles. Fid- Fiddle dick uh, and then end of Vinick. <laughs> you just said fiddle there. Yeah, no, basically. <laughs> no, this is getting cut. That has to get cut. You know. You know. Yo, fiddle. Oh, oh <laughs> it's yo, fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, howdy, fiddle. Uh, you know. Oh, my God. Why do you sound like the. um? <laughs> Sal and Fiddle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two main characters my favorite of indie the band series. My favorite indie band, <laughs> Greasy Say and the Fiddle. 
I'm in the district. No one likes me. I just need to get by. <laughs> and he, back to, I think that wraps up Finnick. I think we've, we've yeah, I think we covered him. I don't know if there's anything you guys want to say about Finnick. I, I love so. Finnick Odera so much. He is one of my absolute favorite characters, and it's not just because he's hot, but it sure does help. That's all. Hey. We get a lot more Fennec, too, in the next book. In the next episode, we'll have a lot of Fennec. So. Mm-hmm. The other character I want to talk a lot about is Hamish. We we get to see Hamish's hands in this book, um, which adds so much to his character. Um, I, and I said this off mic earlier, um, but one of my favorite quotes from Katniss after watching Hamish's games and like realizing how much trouble Hamish got into, first off, the Capitol just murdered his family. Mm-hmm. Like They were like, well, die. Like, they can't do that to Katniss because her sister is very high profile. Mm-hmm. But they just murdered uh, – Hamish embarrassed them, so they just murdered his family. <laughs> and um, wh- the quote is at the very end – I think it's the last line of Chapter 14. And it's just like um, – it's Katniss talking about um, them trying to get Peta out. And it's just surely two people who have caused the Capitol so much trouble um, can think of a way to get Peta home alive. A, that sums up Katniss's – like entire like mentality but also it does uh, Hamish caused the capital not as much trouble as Katniss but a lot of it like because obviously in his games he uses the force field as it was not intended to be used but I was like okay little little bit of a like, anal- like analysis into his games they had to have known he was planning that though he threw rocks over the hill and watched them bounce back they I'm they I'm they not sure the cameras would have been on him at that Oh, absolutely not. But the game maker still would have known about it, though. Would well, they, though? Well, no. I feel like they also underestimated him. Oh, so yeah. So they might just chalk it up like, all right, he's playing with some rocks. What a weirdo. Well, but then right, well, at least in his recap, they would have paid attention to it, I think. Maybe not that scene itself, but because right after is when Macy gets murdered. And he freaks out. Also, we learned that one of his two other tributes, or like three other tributes that go in with him, is the mayor's wife's sister mm-hmm. and it like adds a little bit of like extra lore into the lifestyle Ooh. of district 12 but That's saucy <laughs> it gives us a lot of background on why hamish is the way he is he's also the only victim that survived feverquill that's been involved in all this hoopla mm-hmm. so i don't know what all y'all have to say on hamish but that's my feel is that he's he he is also manipulative of the capital not on purpose he yet again him and katniss are very similar accidentally mm-hmm. rebellious mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think that's i think you covered most of it they both they they both use the force field to their advantage they're both very conniving they mm-hmm. both uh oh, in different ways mind right, you. And, right, right. And with katniss some help but she definitely gets her idea presumably from watching that video right well and, and yeah again i think that also goes into the fact that like hamich is also always playing 4d chess mm-hmm. like he is all he is the main man in the rebellion He's on the, like, capital side of it. He's playing 40 chess, but most of the time while he is playing, except for in his first game, he was looking at the entire board where Katniss can look at, like, a couple squares. She right. could not see everything that's happening. She is not fully aware of everything because people are purposely withholding information from her. Uh, I it's Hamish. He's keeping the fourth deal away yeah. from her. Yeah, he's keeping the time element <laughs> on his side. But, yeah. And the party don't stop. Well, let's go ahead and move to MVP and LVP. I think we're all hitting the the burnout brain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So for MVP, who? Uh, LVP first. LVP. I'm sorry. We've been wow, doing this for how long? Yeah, like 23 episodes. I'm sorry. You're the problem. LVP. Um. As much as I appreciate their role, uh, I'm sorry, Morphlings, you don't even have a name. <laughs> it's going to be you. You did save Katniss. For that, you put in some effort. But you could have been truly – you could have been a bird that flew in the way. Like, yeah. they did not – not much was it done. It could have been another monkey. It could have been a large rock. <laughs> and uh, that's the point of you is that you're you're forgettable even to the person that you saved. But still. Mm. I'm going to go with all of District 12. Yeah, Because we died? Yeah. 
Should have been faster. Should have stopped faster. the bomb. I feel like if they were watching the games, which we it can assume they were, because I think it's like mandated viewing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they'd be like, man, Katniss is about to like mess some stuff up again. I feel like after seeing that, they'd be like, we should probably leave. Like something bad's gonna happen to like this girl from, and they didn't. They all just got blown up. So what losers are they? Well, I I will I will defend them. Don't. They're dead. Fictional. You should have defended them when you could have. Now they're dead because you didn't. <laughs> I was gonna the say the soldiers died more. I uh, <laughs> after the the like regime that's been instated though they are afraid of everything. So yeah, like, I think if they were afraid, they all should have had like get yeah. But if they would have hit the streets, then the they're the not as peacekeepers. Brave as Marines peacekeepers would have just beat them in the streets. Fat Do you think there would be like? Thin white line flags for the capital. Oh, that's peacekeeper yeah. lives matter. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They have they have people in the capital have blue no matter who energy. Yeah, they're not I, blue no matter who. Blue lives matter. Well, I guess it is technically blue no matter who, but that's a whole different ball game. Hey, well. Anyways, yeah, my LVP is gonna be everyone in District Twelve who did not have the good sense to get out. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. That's right. I'm blaming people for their circumstance. <laughs> Say you Listen, hate poor people and move if on. If you just put down a water bucket, the bomb wouldn't be able to damage anything. It might be able to damage you, so you need to run away, but it won't be able to damage any structures if it's close in water. Fire, you get obsidian, and then <laughs> you can make an enchanting table. Please cut this. I was going to say, on the off chance that this, gets, that this does not get cut, I need to make sure nobody guts at us. It's lava that you, that you touch with oh, water, right, not right, fire. Right, 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 right. No offense. I didn't want a nerd but I, coming at us I in the comments. I don't think, like, like the Minecraft crowd and the Hunger Games lit circle crowd, like, that Venn diagram is two separate circles that are very far Ma'am, away. you're in the middle of that Venn diagram. You are, I'm too. I'm different. I am also. You are, too. That's true. I am, too. I'm not like other girls. Okay. I'm worse. <laughs> I'm weird. I'm like other girls. I'm a weirdo. Okay, my LVP is the people got blown up. Your turn. Okay. Um, my LVP is going to be Joanna. That's fair, but um, explain. For no other reason than, A, she's mean. <laughs> Not really. Um, she does everything begrudgingly. Like, she could have explained to Katniss what was happening, why she was, yank, you know, like. When did she have the time? She talks to Katniss in that scene. Like, yeah, she has I multiple sentences at her. I don't think she has time to, okay, I'm cutting the tracking device out of your arm. She could have said that as quick as she was like, she could have been like, shut up and die. She could have been like, tracker, sorry. Right, like, I, she could have done it. But she also, like, I, don't, I just, I don't like Joanna. I really, I don't. She's one of my least favorite characters. You don't like strong women. No, it's not that I don't like strong women. I just, she's just very, like, I don't know. Does she need to smile more? No, her character just rubs me the wrong way. She's aggressive. No, it's because she's genuinely mean. She I would punch me in the face, and I wouldn't let her. I don't think you have to. Yeah, but she wants to do it, and that's the problem. Whatever. I like Joanna. Fine. MVPs. Alrighty. <laughs> Brett is just like Anna, like sitting here watching the tension rise. <laughs> I'm just cutting it with a knife. It's fine. Um, <laughs> my MVP, and I don't know, maybe this is a little basic. Um, I'm gonna go with, um, I'm gonna go with Katniss. Because she plays a great part in this. Mm. she I think she does as best as she possibly could with the zero information that she has been given. Oh, yeah. And as much as she's like, oh, I've been betrayed, I've been betrayed, uh, and, and, like, doesn't understand what's going on, she kind of rolls with the punches, like, very quickly. And, like, I guess you could, you could say that there is a lot of hesitation on her part, but... If I was in that situation, I would have died instantly. Even if I had the skills that Candace <laughs> did, I would have been dead instantly. Uh, understandable. I don't know that any of us would have, A, survived the death games the first time. That's true. I don't also don't think a- either any of us have the charisma to do a rebellion. I could I could have survived the first one. Okay. I could have survived Prove the first it. one. Prove <laughs> it. <laughs> We're putting you in a death games right now. Go for it. I hide in a cave. Don't uh, give away your strategy. Go uh, make a really loud boom noise so they think I've died. And he goes, yeah, I won. And then I sneak up behind him and go click. Did you see that happen in Minecraft Hunger Games? Yeah. Yeah. 
Actually, oh my gosh, no, I'm such an idiot. Of course there is a market for both Hunger Games people and Minecraft. There's Minecraft Hunger Games. So um, I think my MVP <laughs> is going to be My the MVP is beige and Canadian uh, <laughs> in Hunger Games 108. Uh, my MVP is going to be the uh, District 13 hovercraft driver <laughs> that... <laughs> I nearly, Yours I keeps nearly. Getting more and more obscure. We bring you on here as a I guest on our good. No, I nearly, <laughs> I can. nearly did the hovercraft itself. Yeah. Uh, that's why I had so much deliberation. I nearly did that. It's very wild that you thought along the same lines. I but hate yeah, it here. So it's gonna have to go to District Thirteen hovercraft driver who basically operates as a human claw machine to get Katniss out of the games. I appreciate yeah, this them. thing. We gotta increase the the strength of the grip on this thing. I can't pick. I've dropped her three times. <laughs> also, real talk. Um, think about it. This person who probably was born in District Thirteen, or at least grew up in District Thirteen, has probably not been on the outside of District Thirteen for a very long time. Yeah. And their first time out, they're. Uh, flying over an exploding force field to pick up like this like angsty teenage girl mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah my mvp district 13 hovercraft driver i appreciate hey, you yeah. <laughs> that does remind me that katniss and peter are the only ones that are of any sort of like hunger, hunger games, games age of reaping age yes right like they they yeah it's just like oh my god everybody else is old well, how old is finnick 20 like because he won his games at what, 18? 14. 14. Oh, 14. Yeah, he was like 25. Okay. Because he yeah, won so the 64th at 14. So then yeah. 10 years later. Got it. Okay. So yeah. And then I think Joanna's around the same age. And then the only two that are close in age to them. Everybody else is old. Also, okay, this is going to be, I'm going to tangent and then I'll talk about my MVP. The scene that they described, they, Katniss like sets on it for a while. Is Cedar being pulled away from her children? I think it's Cedar. No, it's uh, Cecilia from District 8. Yes. Yeah, being oldest. pulled mm-hmm. away from her kids. That's so heartbreaking. And then she dies. Mm-hmm. My LVP is actually the kids. I feel <laughs> like. Jesus. Grow up. Your mom's going into the Hunger Games. I feel like I know that self-preservation and you don't want to. Surely someone could have volunteered for her. Uh, but maybe not. Maybe there wasn't any other living victors maybe. from District it's 8. Fair. I mean, I mean, Kat, nobody could have volunteered for Katniss. That's true, but like, I want to see the stats. I want to see because obviously, mm-hmm. Katniss winning was the last one. I promise you, there's a Hunger Games wiki out there that has exactly how many people the existing pool of victors are. Right Blood MVP. type for every okay. character. <laughs> My MVP is gonna be Fennec, for sure. Yeah. yeah, like he a is playing the game on the inside. <laughs> he is a slept his way all the way through the capital as well. He knows everybody's everything, and I mean that in the fullest extent of the phrase. Um, and at the same time, he is playing the capital like a fiddle, but he's also playing his, not necessarily the other victors, but he is still playing the crowd and playing. He is also playing the 4D chess, not against Hamish, but like they're like tag-teaming two separate matches. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hey, uh, Finnick... Finnick deserves the MVP for this for this um, episode, I believe. Also, the scene of him just being like, aha, you can't shoot me. I got the seal of approval. Now mm-hmm. duck. And then throws a trident over her head. You look like you're thinking. What's wrong? I'm sorry. I've been trying really hard to formulate this joke, and I can't remember. Because <laughs> I was going to make a joke between like how Fennec sounds like uh, Fennekin, which is the name of a Pokemon. Uh, and I could not remember the other two starters. I've been trying so hard. It's like, it's not Poplio. It's not Froakie. Those are further generations. I think Chespin might be the same generation as Fennekin. Don't you dare ironically pog face me. So, yeah, thanks, everybody, for <laughs> listening to The no, Classroom. No, no, I've no. been both Hal and Brett. All in one. Like a shampoo. <laughs> and body wash. <laughs> Like a shampoo. Like a sham wow. Anyhow, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of The Classroom. Of course, you can always listen to us at 11 a.m. to noon on U92, um, whether it's at U92themoose.com or at 91.7 FM Morgantown. Um, um, if it is uh, not Friday at 11 a.m., 
Uh, you can always listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, basically anywhere you can get a podcast. Um, also, if you go over to Anchor, you can send us a voice message. So please verbally, not harass, um, feel free to leave us a voice message, even if it's mean. We we can take it. We're big kids. <laughs> please uh, bully us. Actually, if you bully us, we'll probably play it. We'll be honest. Uh, along the same vein. Uh, please leave us a uh, sort of just fine. along the same vein. Please leave us a review on anywhere that you can find great podcasts. Uh, just help it helps the, out the program a lot. Even, even if, if you bully us in the comments. Yeah, once again, right. even if it's a bullying, at least we can improve in that measure. So. Or we just bully each other on air. That's true. Wait, maybe you're just feeling our, our fires. Anyhow, uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you soon. Step into my candy store. It's my candy store. It's my candy. It's my candy store. It's my candy. It's my candy store. It's my candy store. Oh no 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 no!